Welcome to the Crowfall Podcast, where we share stories and perspectives from the world of Crowfall with your host, Chris and Walker. This is Walker, and this week we wrap up 2021 by looking back over the last six months of Crowfall and looking forward to the new year and new Crowfall ownership with Monumental. Be sure and follow us on Twitter and Minds at CrowfallPod. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. Chris, how you feeling today, man? I'm uh, jumping off. You're jumping off, huh? <laughs> I'm also reminiscent with the end of the year, and it's been interesting thinking about how far we've come in our learning curve on Crowfall, mm. from where we started to where we are now. I mean, we still uh, don't know everything, obviously, but come a long way yeah yeah it's definitely been an interesting been interesting to see how this has all unfolded you know we neither of us as we've made clear over and over again played the beta at all i i don't know when i found out about crowfall i i, I want to say maybe it was like 2018 or something i heard of it i was looking at camelot unchained which is oh, the okay. spiritual successor to dark age of camelot and uh, and yeah, and then came across Crowfall and, and was really excited by the ideas that it, you know, put forward and was kind of interested to see where it went, but didn't really put a lot of time into looking into it after that, really just because there are so many <laughs> MMOs that come and go. I just didn't care if it wasn't actually going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, uh, well, I mean, we went through such a a huge upswing with waiting for Shadowbane, which is can be similar i guess considering the developers and everything but i remember vaguely that you showed that to me i think when you first came across it and then i completely forgot about it and then it was like a month before release and you're like hey you're a crowfall right and i'm like oh right yeah okay <laughs> Yeah, well, I'd found it, I'd seen it earlier in the year that it was supposed to come out in the summer, but there still wasn't a date. Mm -hmm. And so again, it's like, you know, uh, it's nothing specific to Crowfall. I've just, I mean, you know, you mentioned Shadowbane, which we did get really excited for and, and waited for that launch and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even since then, there's been, I mean, we were super excited about Warhammer Online when it came out. Oh, and, yep, yep. I don't know. There's been a, there's been a handful of other games, some of which I honestly don't even remember the name of anymore because they're dead mm -hmm. and they have been for more than 10 years. But anyway, so yeah, so then I I just happened to check randomly again and uh, yeah, it, it turned out that there was a release date set and and so I kind of looked into it and I think I was able to get into an open beta to to see if the game would even run, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like can I play it? And, and I could, and I liked the way it looked and I liked the way it felt, but I didn't actually spend any time again, even at that point, because I was like, well, it checks all the boxes for me. And I'm really excited about the ideas they have in it, mm -hmm. but I don't really want to spend time getting progression for a month just to have that all wiped again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember so, you yeah. kind of showing it to me and, and clicking around and, the interface and everything and i was like oh yeah yeah i mean that looks, <laughs> it looks like a game i mean i think we're okay to play this 
<laughs> right, right. Yeah, but I mean, you know, there are some there's there are other there are some games that don't that don't pass that that first five minutes test. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So uh, it's easy to it's easy to 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 see something on paper and be like, oh, that's great, and then as soon as you touch it, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, Crowfall obviously wasn't that. So. So we kind of jumped in, and then I don't know. It was maybe a week or two before the game launches that we we also talked about. We wanted to launch a podcast for it, <laughs> yeah, right. Which is crazy because we don't know anything about the game. Uh-huh. We have no idea how successful it will be. We have no idea what an audience might want. But I have hosted a couple of podcasts for a few years now, and and really enjoy it. And you've obviously been involved in that and been a guest on those shows and, and that sort of stuff. Yeah, it was just a, it seemed like a fun opportunity to kind of get it on the ground level and just mm-hmm. go for it and see what happened. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, we did, we have played video games all our lives and have played a lot of PvP MMOs or seen a lot of what that has to offer. So, I mean, we figured that, well, we could say something interesting about about this game, maybe. <laughs> right, right. And then, and then, yeah, and then the game launches, and you right away decided to start a guild, which is also a pretty massive undertaking. And I don't know if risk is the right word. I mean, I guess you risk wasting your time. Yeah, but, I mean, that's life. So yeah, I mean, I figured if if we were gonna play for any amount of time, that we might as well just see what's involved with making our own thing at least then i would care more about how that shapes out and right maybe communicating with other people in the community with working together and finding some other people that you know we could play with or something i have i have a habit of when it's just me in like single player mode i don't really talk to anybody <laughs> so having the the guild seemed to help with the reaching out anyway yeah well and it turns out that in a game like crowfall where there aren't really systems otherwise to put people together the guild is is central to the the experience really i mean you could play crowfall guildless or or you know in a solo guild or in a two-man guild or something like that if you wanted to yeah and and you might be able to build relationships with other people so that it's still kind of works out i i mean you'd be on you'd be you'd be on your own in, in something like the dregs of course yeah but yeah it, it the the guild the guild is essential to it i think maybe more than any other mmo i've played i i would think so i mean all of the systems seem to kind of move you towards depending on other people right especially in right. in the crafting and gathering i mean it's really hard to master everything right away. So you're kind of like looking for what you want to do and then finding other people to complement that. I mean, if you played long enough, eventually you would get the legendary disciplines in, in the crafting and stuff, but. Right. Right. Yeah. But I mean, just the, the existence of mother loads. Oh yeah. Immediately demands a second person. And that's the mother loads are essential for, a lot of stuff, you know, it, it's not just like one craft. Like, it's not like you just need mother loads to make 
you know, weapons or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it crosses all over the place into all sorts of different crafts and, and, and disciplines so that it's, it's necessary. Well, that's the uh, foundation for the end game progression with the vessels. I mean, you mm-hmm. get, you have to mother load in order to get the appropriate amount of stuff to make vessels. Right. Get those right. Last levels. Yep. Yeah, and so, you know, it's also been interesting. I know I talked about this just a couple of weeks ago, so I won't belabor it or go into the, the, the same explanation. At least I think it was on this pod. It might have been another one. But anyway, you know, for me, I, I also... So I was playing Burning Crusade Classic. Mm. had just been released in, I think, late May of 2021. Okay. And so I jumped back into that with with a few friends and and played a lot of WoW, actually, for about the, that last month or so leading up to, to Crowfall launch. And I knew they were going to be very different games. I didn't expect nor want Crowfall to mimic WoW, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what I actually found was that I, I think having played WoW that much right up until Crowfall launched subconsciously colored my expectations for what I thought I expected from an MMO. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Point. And so Crowfall does things so differently in so many ways. And some of it I, I think is kind of just janky. Like, I don't, I, you know, why is there not a mail system? Like, that's just <laughs> kind of dumb. But some of it is just, and so like those, those nitpicky complaints, okay, fine. But then there are other things like, like the way that leveling up harvesting works where, you have to be in a PVP zone and it has to be a, a, a node that's a high enough level. And then it has a chance to drop a discipline, right? Uh-huh. But it's RNG. Like I've never seen anything like that before. And then it turns out that's not just harvesting. That's how the crafting skill ups work. And then there's the belt stuff and all of that, which is all <laughs> wildly different. Mm-hmm. And there's not just... You know, there is in the new player experience, there's some quests, but you burn through those in a matter of hours. Or if you're VIP, you just skip it all together. And so it's like there's also just not there's not a bunch of little bars to go fill up or a little a bunch of little boxes to check off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My my biggest hang up with trying to understand the game, I think, was also how it's split up into the campaigns, right? I mean, you go through the new player experience, you go out into Skypoint, which is like a starter world type area, but then you have these other campaigns like Drake's and Faction vs. Faction, and those are outside of that, and then you actually import your characters into the campaigns, you take your disciplines over. It's not exactly easy to pull them back out and and do something somewhere else. You're kind of like, well, once you go into the campaign, you're kind of locked into that campaign. And it wasn't until I started thinking about rogue games where I was like, oh, this is, yeah, you you go in, you you do the, the run, which is actually just an extended run of about a month or so. And then you come back out, you get your, progression on your overall account essentially and then you go back into another run Mm -hmm. and then you can 
do multiple runs at the same time. I mean, you got the drags, the faction, risk faction, so two. But, I mean, depending on player population, I mean, there could be more in the future. And being able to have different characters assigned to those different campaigns and trying to figure out how to min-max that because you're going in with a guild or a team and so trying to check all those boxes or have a setup that is efficient. I mean, it, it's a lot to wrap your head around when, you, when you're just coming in and going through the new player experience. Or like you said, I just played WoW for two months and now this is completely different. It's a lot to take in. It is, yeah. And, and it's not just WoW though, right? Like... I mean, I played Black Desert Online mm-hmm. or Arcage, which are very different games than World of Warcraft. Yeah. Very different. But they have some of the same fundamental underlying structures. Like it takes a long time to get to max level, right? <laughs> and it actually does in Crowfall too, if you want to get to 35. Yeah. Like that's not a, a six-hour process. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just... Yeah, just some wildly different different things and yeah, I don't know I don't know if I had a single biggest thing. I, I think it was that like I just felt like I didn't understand what to do. You know? <laughs> yeah. I just I didn't understand what to do. It's kinda like that feeling where someone introduces you to something new that's that's really good like a new new music or song or something and at first it just i don't know you like don't know where to place it it's like i don't hate it it's just like i don't really know what's going on and it's not resonating did i talk about clear channel on this podcast i don't know (laughs) did you okay if it's not familiar then probably not (laughs) This is probably the year-end episode for Pick Up Your Sticks I'm thinking of that I talked about this. So whatever, I'll make the point again then. Yes, exactly what you just said. Exactly what you just said. I think that is exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. The reason I said Clear Channel, so there's a company now, iHeartRadio. They used to be called Clear Channel. They own a huge amount of radio stations in the United States. But that wasn't always true. Radio stations used to be largely independently owned in the local market. Uh So I was watching this documentary, I don't know, probably 15 years ago now, that was talking about how back in the day, because there wasn't this like monetization efficiency model applied to radio stations, there was a lot more freedom in like what disc jockeys wanted to play, right? Okay. So you might, like if you had a really cool disc jockey in your town, they might actually introduce you to music that people in other areas aren't being introduced to because the DJ doesn't isn't doing it. And there's no other vehicle to to force that to be delivered Mm -hmm. and so they were talking about exactly what you just said which is that there's this phenomenon where you might hear a song and if it's the first time it's the first time you've heard it and it doesn't match your expectations Mm -hmm. and so the the reaction is i don't like it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then they keep playing it and you get used to it and then you realize this is actually brilliant and I like it a lot. I just had to get used to it first. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've had that happen a lot with music mostly, but I think that's probably because, you know, with a song you're looking at, 
you know, a few minutes, maybe 10 minutes at the most if it's really long, but it's something that you can consume fairly quickly and uh, yes. over and over again pretty fast. But I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's an interesting thing because we all bring our expectations or past experiences and we want it to work a certain way. And when it doesn't, it's like, I know for me, sometimes I even get frustrated at first if we're talking about games and mechanics and how everything plays. It's like, why can't I do this? You know, but it's, it actually makes sense how it's laid out. It's just, you got to get used to it. (laughs) Right. Well, and I think, I think with Crowfall specifically, I think it is a little extra confusing because there are things that are just dumb. Yes. Again, there are things that just are like, why, <laughs> why is it that way? What? It's not perfect. Um, yeah, but you know, we're getting there. Yeah. Well, so you combine <laughs> some frustrating design choices with just how different it is. And I think it really easily can come across to someone as like, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And over time, and this is not a matter of weeks. This is really a matter of months. Like o- over time, as I just continued to go back to it and continued to give it some time and continued to try it and continued to think about it differently. I mean, I landed a couple of months ago now that I, I mean, I think Crowfall might be my favorite MMO ever. Yeah. Yep. I, I think it's really, really smartly designed, despite all my criticism in a lot of ways. And I think that the the things that are frustrating, like a lack of a mail system, maybe can be overcame, mm-hmm. right? Like those, like the things that I wish that it had, I think it could implement without having to make a new game. Yeah. Whereas if I wanted WoW, for example, to feature Crowfall style <laughs> PvP sieges, like that's a whole different thing, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't support it even kind of. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I definitely think that that's exactly what Crowfall is. I think it's something that's actually pretty brilliant, but it's so different and is not, um, yeah, it, it's not perfect. And nothing is perfect, but it's not perfect. And so it's easy for people to, to walk away from it. Whereas something like New World, which was the other big MMO that came out this year, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, A, it had a way bigger marketing push because it's just on Steam. Right. So there's a lot more players to try. And even though it's not perfect, like because it has this constant marketing machine, it can bring new people in. And so there's enough voices in the conversation that are like, yeah, it's worth a try or hey, you know, whatever. And it has a lot in common with other MMOs that Crowfall doesn't, you know, like it takes 200 hours to get to max level in New World Mm -hmm. or something, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Like so, a lot of those expectations you can have still still hold true, and, and yeah. Anyway, I feel like I'm rambling. I don't mean to to just to just dominate here. No, I mean it makes perfect sense. And I was going to ask, like, how how much time would you think that people should should give Crowfall, like, it, before they make that decision of like, well, it's not for me. I mean, it, I remember, like, if we would have done that even in the first few weeks maybe even month it's like we don't we're not even touching 
the main game at that point. I mean, and I say this because we we had uh, a lot of people that we know personally try the game, but didn't stick with it. Right? It's just me, just me and you. I mean, we had several people that we knew. Yeah, well, it's it's. It, I think it's because that I think it's because it's just not explained well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't know where the answer is. I mean, if you had some big text box that I, at, when the game opened that explained how to think about it, no one would read it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like so, so I don't know how you deliver that. But so in a game like World of Warcraft, if someone, if I have a buddy that wants to play that, what do they want to do? Mm-hmm. They want to either do raid arena or or rated battleground PvP mm-hmm. or Maybe they want to do Mythic Dungeons, which is like kind of the little brother to raiding. Or maybe they maybe they want to collect transmog gear to like change how they look and like collect outfits. Uh-huh. I personally don't have any friends that are into that, but there is a giant scene of players that play WoW for that purpose, which is fine. Well, all of those activities are barred behind at minimum dozens of hours of leveling Mm -hmm. where yeah, you're changing environments and scenes. And if you're not me, maybe you actually read the quests while you level. I never do. But so it's like, you're kind of just going through this grinding process to get to the end game where all that stuff unlocks. Right. Yeah. In Crowfall, because they let you get to 30 so fast, I think it makes it sets an expectation in the player's mind, and, and I'm really speaking for myself here. I think what happened for me is like there's it's like oh I'm max level. Well now I should be doing the max level content. Uh-huh. Well what's that? Oh well that's PvPing. Oh well how do I do that? Well you need some gear. Well how do I get the gear? Well you need to probably be in a group that you know in a guild or something, but it has to be gathered and harvested and crafted and, and then you know distributed. Mm-hmm. And none of that is like a quick, easy process. And so it's like you get to the end game and that's where it's supposed to be obvious what you now do, right? Because in all other MMOs, the end game is like the jewel. Mm -hmm. And in Crowfall, level 30 is not the end game. It's just the beginning of the game. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, from from there, it's into the other campaigns. Right. And well, and, and, and when we started, I mean, that the thing now is that it's so much more streamlined now. Now it makes so much more sense. But when we started, there were, what, six or seven different God's Reach <laughs> campaigns. Right. There was no faction versus faction. at the, And then there were like, I don't know, multiple different dregs campaigns. I don't know the number. Mm-hmm. But there was there was a huge amount of different instances of each campaign even. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go or what I'm <laughs> supposed to do. or You know what I mean? There's there's not quests to go do. There's not factions to go grind rep with or something. There's not, again, there's not a bunch of little checkboxes to go check off or a bunch of little progress bars to go fill up and go, oh, well, I, I should do that because it'll fill up my progress bar and that means I've done something, right? Like, there's just not that obvious thing. Anyway, so to your question about how long should it be, I don't really know that there's an amount of time because you can't tell someone you got to play it for 40 hours before it works <laughs> because it's too much to ask, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, not that 
40 hours and it will work, but maybe at a certain point of, you know, a month that maybe you would have a better understanding than in that first few weeks where it's like, I'm really frustrated about this, but if I just give it longer, then it'll start clicking. Yeah. Well, and I think also playing with other people that, I mean, now the the player base is, is, is there, right? So it's like, if you show up now as a newer player, likely you could play with someone that could explain something to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And probably someone could give you at least some green discipline. So you don't have to start with all white. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. That was, that was the, the difficult part about our, our start. Not only did we go in blind and, no beta nothing everybody was starting day one too so even if you talk to other people a lot of times they were in the same part of it as you were or it's like i don't know well, what's there's going two, on <laughs> there's two camps right there's there's the camp of people like us and then there's all the beta guilds mm-hmm. who did know what was happening mm. but they already know the game at a very I don't know. Like it, it, I, I was, I was very hesitant to jump into one of those guilds because it, not because any of the people is wrong or anything like that, but it just felt like they're going to tell me what the game is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. versus me understanding it, which I guess to the point, you know, the conversation we're having right now almost drove me away from the game. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like, man, this, this understanding stuff is a lot of work. (laughs) Right. Right. But yeah, so, um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the time is. I mean, yeah, I think definitely, uh, you know, you, you would have to be willing to log in. I have no idea what the hour count is. Yeah. You'd have to be willing to log in over a period of time, you know? Yeah. Like you said, at least, you know, give it a month at least and see, but I think it's, it's really just helping players to understand, like, look, when you get to 30, you're still at zero kind of, yeah. right? Like, and, and I think there's also in in how it's categorized right i mean we're talking about a throne war simulator and i mean the people that we know that tried the game and and no longer playing they all say that they they like pvp games and that's what this is right there's there's castle sieges trevs like walls are going down i mean lots of people on the screen fighting at the same time, tactically moving around, big group tactic, small group tactic. I mean, it's all there and it's open world and you're just choosing like what control points you want to take. I mean, there's so much to to do in that PVP scenario campaign, but for whatever reason, the folks that we know that like PvP games, they didn't give it long enough to get there. Yeah, well, I think that that's the... And that's why I used the example of, like, of WoW earlier, where it's like, well, if you wanted to PvP in WoW, I mean, yeah, you can join a battleground at level 10 mm-hmm. and or level 19 or whatever. You're going to get farmed, and that's not really the, the in-game PvP, though. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's an, there's an understanding that you've got a long road before you're doing arenas right you're gonna have to get to max level you're gonna have to get the pvp gear and then grind arena and suck and then eventually you'll you know you can get good and and get to the the top the upper end of it or whatever but in crowfall 
it's like, hey, it's a PvP game, and it's like, cool, I'm here, and it's like, all right, cool, let's get our levels out of the way. Great, we're 30. Where are the fights? And it's like, yeah, there aren't any. <laughs> <laughs> because you're right that there are a lot of fights, but that, and, and now I think it's a little better, well, yes and no, player population's low, but in the beginning, like, so, and it's true now, too, if someone new joins the game today, and completes the new player experience and then runs out into Skypoint, there's not a lot of PvP to be had. Right. Because there's not a lot of people in Skypoint. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I think it's this expectation thing of, like, yes, it's a PvP game, but you need to be in a guild and be in dregs, and then it the PvP game part of it makes sense. Right. But that's all different because, again, like in a game like World of Warcraft, yeah, you have this long grind. Yeah, you got to get the gear and everything. But once you have it, your entire life of World of Warcraft at that point forward can be you log in and you press a button to queue to either do Battlegrounds or an arena. And then within a few minutes, it pops up and you join and you go fight. And that's it. Yeah. Because you don't have to grind the gear again. You don't have to learn the map again. Nothing. Yeah, you're touching on like something really important because people can just hit that button into arena there's your fight, there's your battlegrounds, you, you do it for 30 minutes, whatever it is. That's why I was saying mm-hmm. I was focusing on the Throne War simulator aspect of it because it's not it's not something that's fast-paced like that. I mean, it can be, depending on the situation, you log in, you get into a fight, but when you're in dregs and you're talking about maintaining castles or territory or forts or whatever... There also is some sort of tactical advantage to what you're going to attack and when. And because of the way the economy works and the crafting, I mean, you don't necessarily want to just go out there and waste your equipment. So you're looking for more meaningful fights and ways to push your advantage other than just going out and and killing whoever you see in in that situation, I guess. So I don't know. I mean, I I think that there is more developing going on that is not as quick in the PvP fights, like when you get into the dregs. Yes and no. I mean, but I also think, like, you could go to the dregs and just try and go to hot zones and probably get in fights pretty consistently. Yeah. That's true. That's you know, true. I mean, small fights. Small, but in right. in other games, it's small fights. I mean, in WoW Arena, it's three v three, right? Okay. Like it's not, it's not sixty on sixty. Right. You know, so so I think that it can offer. I, I really think that going to the dregs is a huge, is is the is the essential step because that's where the game really lives, at least currently. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe down the road, you know, Skypoint or or, or Shadow starts to catch back up mm-hmm. uh, in population and or, or has a, some some players there so that you could find action there but as it is now there's just not a lot but I don't think that that's actually a, a horrible thing the only reason it's horrible is if the expectation is right I got to 30 I should be fighting people all the time mm-hmm. right now and it's like but you've played for 10 hours and if you were playing any other MMO for 10 hours you wouldn't think I deserve to be at the end game right now. Right, right. And it, right. and it's what I was speaking to was 
those big sieges or the bigger scale battles or something like that. I mean, if, if we would have went into the dregs right away with an understanding of like, we're just trying to build a kingdom maybe, or get established in, in, in that type of way, maybe there would be less confusion around it. I'm thinking in terms of the folks that have the expectation of like, I'm just going to arena or something, but I don't know. I think there's, there's more building aspects to it as well. Well, I think that they go hand in hand. So in wow, it's like, all you do is build. And then when you're done building, now you can just PVP, Mm -hmm. but there's no more building, but in Crowfall, they're inner, they're interweaved forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're always, always building and fighting and building and fighting. And because of the campaign structure, it really is forever that you're, you're engaging in that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't know. I think that, I think, like I said, I've landed that I think it's, I would say my favorite MMO ever. I think it's got some absolutely brilliant design ideas that well, I've talked about at length on other episodes, but, and I think the shortcomings it has can be overcome. Mm-hmm. However, the biggest shortcoming that it has that has nothing to do well on the one hand, everything to do with what we're talking about on the other, not, but that's player base. Um, you know, it's something I've kind of talked about, I think really since the beginning of the show, which is since the beginning of the game launching is how are we going to grow the player base? How does it get bigger? Right. And I remember in that first month we were talking about like they had delayed their marketing and we were like, Oh, that's smart. This will be good. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But that didn't really pan out that way. I mean, I'm not saying they were lying about the marketing thing, but it didn't continue to get bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was whatever surge of buys at the beginning in, in July. And then I think since then, it's pretty steadily just went down. New World coming out certainly was a blow to that. But I don't think that's exclusively it. I do think that that Crowfall is still not marketed well. I still know a lot of people that play games in this space if you will and when i mention it they don't know anything about it so i don't know i but i think that with the new acquisition that was just announced a couple weeks ago by monumental yeah where they have bought crowfall I, i'm hopeful that, that 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 will be the the environment the resources the whatever it is that's needed for them to to figure out how to how to to, to pump life back into it I don't know a lot about the the company. Do you? I don't. I've they have a website monumental.io that I went and looked at, but it's pretty 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 small site. I think they have a few mobile games that they've developed. Mm -hmm. So they're a a small independent studio, and according to the letter that was on the Crowfall forum, the CEO of Monumental was a long time. Shadowbane player and is friends with I think the guy I can't remember his name of the CEO of Artcraft though. So it's not as if it's just some like random company that just saw a game for sale and was like, yeah, we'll give it a try. Like there's some personal investment from that leadership team and they're taking in the entire Crowfall development team from what I understand. There's not really a ton of news on it. I, you know, I looked up news on it the day it was announced and then I looked up news again about 10 days later and just didn't see a ton of information out there beyond, you know, those initial releases. The website for Crowfall still has Artcraft all over it. So 
obviously it's the holidays and whatever. So yeah, I, I, I don't know what that's going to look like, but from everything I've seen, you know, there was a leaked investor report that basically said that they were either going to be closing the game down or selling it. Okay. And so selling it sounds like it now, you know, the, the leaked investor report, you know, who knows exactly the validity of it, but the fact that 10 days later, the game or whatever, a week later it was, the game was sold. Mm points to that being an accurate report. I, I watched a, I watched a video of some guy. I don't know who I don't re, I can't remember who it is now. It's someone who's a big name in the community, so F me for not remembering. But he was saying that during the the development period for Crowfall that they had said that in order to keep the lights on, right? And basically to keep everything running smoothly, they need 50,000 players a month, mm-hmm. right? So if you look at Final Fantasy XIV, which is currently the dominant MMO, 24 million players. Wow. Right. So 50,000 is a, is a joke, right? I mean, 50,000 is nothing compared to that. So I think that it was very easy to think like, oh, well, 50,000 is, I mean, just by releasing the game, we'll get that, right? And, and that, you know, clearly has not happened. I have no idea how many players there are. They don't share the numbers, but... I mean, if you just look at the alliances that we see in Dregs, I mean, let's say that there's 10 alliances and all of them have 500 players, which is not accurate. That would be 5,000 players, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Let's say there's another 2,000 that don't play Dregs and aren't in those alliances, which I don't think is true at all. Either way, you get my point. Like, we're we're really far away from 50,000. Now, again, I, I don't know how legitimate that number is. I don't know if that number is always true or what. But yeah, I, I, I'm I'm hopeful that they can figure out how to turn it around because the player base, the lack of player base is, I think, the maybe the biggest problem it faces right now. Because a lot of the weird design things that happen are only, or I should I say that that's a terrible statement. What I mean is like some of the conversations that we have to have around how many players are allowed into a zone and I don't know, just different things like that are, are kind of true because of the lack of player base. Faction versus faction does not thrive. It's because there's just not enough people to support it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that at least this gives it a, another another leg of life. And I'm happy to see that the development team was taken in and hopefully there are those extra resources to allow them to create and not have to worry so much, at least for, for now with the low population and how much money that's bringing in. Obviously every business has to be profitable at some point, but given the state of development and how much, more life improvement things could be done with the game. It Mm kind of just needs to be in the oven a little bit more. And I think this gives it the opportunity to do that. So I'm really looking forward to what next year brings. Yeah, I am too. I'm excited to see it. And I'm I'm interested to see, like, will they expand the the way that they monetize? Now, I, I, I would be shocked if they ever monetized anything that was pay to win. So I'm not really nervous about that because that would just go, that would just fly in the face of the very idea of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would be like the quickest way to kill it. I think, I mean, and anyone <laughs> that's still playing would be like, Oh, nah. <laughs> right. Right. 
But I mean, if they can continue to develop, you know, new skins or new titles or whatever yeah. and sell those, hey, like more power to you. You know what I mean? I, I have no problem with cosmetic sales in any game. Uh, but yeah. Certainly not this one either. Yeah, I really like a lot of the cosmetic stuff that has been coming out. A lot of the Twitch rewards for just tuning in and watching people stream. Uh, you, you get some neat stuff, mounts and, and other things. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've been enjoying the new stuff that's been coming out. And hopefully we'll get more costumes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But yeah, I... Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's I guess that's really about it. I, I like you said at the very beginning of this conversation, um, Crowfall is it, it's crazy how little we knew, and honestly, how little we still know in many cases, as evidenced by our week over week episodes. Mm. And, and you know, something that I actually I feel, and this is so terrible as far as the format of the episode goes, but I I, I started rambling about something else and didn't stick on it long enough but i i do really appreciate the the point that you made about the roguelite crowfall is kind of like applying the rogue like formula to the mmo yeah and i do think that that's really accurate and i think that that is a trend that we see all over the place mm -hmm. that makes games popular i mean that's battle royale shooters whether it be warzone or PUBG or apex or fortnite or whatever awesome. all of those are the roguelite yeah. idea being applied to shooter time, right? You see it in, I don't know, you just see it in a, in a variety of, of, of spaces. And so I think that it's really smart that it's here. And I think it's it's awesome to, that you identified that and pointed that out. Because as I've said, probably every episode, and I may as well say it again, like it, that iterative structure that the game is built on is is what sets it up to be different than anything else. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it gives it so. the infinite replayability. And I think it's a really important concept for being able to understand what Crowfall is. And, and when you think of an MMO, you don't automatically associate it with rogue elements, right? So it's different. And it, it takes some, some getting used to, like we said earlier. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to cover today? I'll do it. All right, man. Well, happy new year. Looking forward to 2022. Yeah, happy new year. Well, that's all for the show today. Follow us on Twitter and minds at Crowfall Pod. You can also check out my other podcast, The Walk Show, which explores the walk of life through interviews with a variety of guests, or my other podcast, Pick Up Your Sticks, which is a show about video games where we explore the idea of why gaming matters. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Stay up.